Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the American Coin-Op podcast, Building New versus Rehabbing. I'm your host, Bruce Baggs. You're considering opening a new vended laundry, but should you build it from the ground up or look at acquiring and rehabbing an existing store? Joining me to look at the options today is Carl Graham, Vice President of Sales for Scott Equipment, a distributor headquartered in Houston, Texas. Carl's been with Scott Equipment for 23 years. For the 12 years prior to that, he worked for a laundry chemical supplier. So Carl is a longtime industry veteran, and I'm happy to be able to speak to him today. Hi, Carl. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Hello, Bruce. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Carl. Thanks. Before we get into comparing and contrasting the two, uh, describe for our audience what's generally involved with both. First, building new. What would a project like that entail, Carl? Well, in building a, a new building, number one, it would be you'd have to have an architect. You have to deal with the city. You have to deal with a contractor. And that usually takes a lot longer than doing a rehab. So a big difference when looking at building new is the amount of time that it will take to complete the project. Yes, the length of time. Okay, so now the same question for rehab. What would be involved with that type of project? Well, when you rehab a project, you have to look at the infrastructure. It's already there, but is it up to snuff? If you have to do anything major in the rehab, then you have to go through the same things you basically have to do for a new build and make sure it's up to code and see what's grandfathered and not grandfathered. Now I'm going to ask you to assess both options as they relate to certain criteria. Uh, building new versus rehab, there's a lot involved in either type of project. And I want to take them kind of one at a time. So first, let's start with location. How does location play into making the decision whether to build new or to rehab? Well, when you get into location, number one, you've got to look at your demographics. You've got to look and see if the area is growing or whether the area is dwindling. That can determine what size of building you want to do. You also have to look at your competition. Is there any competition around? Just some examples, your projections, your architectural drawings, your infrastructure. On a new building, you get everything up to code. You get everything ready to go. You don't have to worry about it for 20-something years because mm -hmm. that's basically how long your equipment's going to last you. The only drawback on a new building is when you find your land, is it in the city or in the county? Who has to do the permitting? That can basically determine upon how long it takes to do a bill. So a challenge would be ascertaining who the authorities are. I've seen a lot of projects that have what you call independent water suppliers. The owner did not check. Apparently the distributor didn't assist or neither did the architect. And they've got a store built full of equipment and they won't give them water because they didn't go to them first. Well, let's jump into water now. My next criteria is infrastructure. So we're talking about electrical service, uh, water supply and distribution, uh, gas service. Compare new versus rehab or uh, an existing building. Talk about the infrastructure needs or challenges uh, between the two of those. The challenges on a rehab is basically, do they have the proper and up-to-date electrical equipment? Do they have the proper drainage? Most of the older stores have cast plumbing. 
Well, we know what chlorine does to cast. It basically shrinks the pipe, which gives you backup sewer problems. So when you get into your water, do they have the right water line size? When you go into a rehab, usually the store is very congested and it has a lot of smaller top load and small front load machines. Once you've decided on your demographics and your people and how many persons per household, that will determine the size of machines. You need to find out whether the existing water supply lines is enough to furnish the newer machines and the larger front load machines that are needed in today's market. And that's where your demographics come into play on just determining what size machines would be fit for your rehab. Next, you've kind of touched on it already, but let's talk about store design uh, or workflow. When you've got a new property or a, a new project, basically you can design it the way you want it. But if you're doing a rehab, there might be some restrictions there or things that prevent you from doing it exactly the way you want. Uh, talk about the comparisons between those two. Well, when, when you're dealing with the rehab on the infrastructure, you usually have all your in-ground plumbing already done. Your water lines are already there. So you have to determine if you want to completely update or whether you just want to use your existing and make it work. When you look at a lot of rehab projects, basically what's happened is as a store gets older and the store gets busier, people put in as many machines as they possibly can. And when they put all these machines in, it leaves the customer without any kind of folding space, which cramps your customer, makes a customer not want to come in. You look at, do I have the space to put a larger machine in? Will the drains handle the larger machines? And what can I do to make it more comfortable for my customers? I'm not going to spend that amount of money rehabbing and wind up with the same issues. Okay, and does that play into design? When you're talking about those machines, uh, not only infrastructure-wise, but design, as you said, uh, you may not have enough uh, folding space, not enough area where your customers might be able to rest comfortably while they're waiting for their laundry to be finished. Isn't that right? Yeah, when, when you look at how many persons per household, that's very important. Because if you have a household that has four to six persons, those people want to fold their linen. If you cannot get them away from the dryer, they're going to block a possibility of it's that dryer's six pockets because they're going to fold straight out of the dryer. And there goes your dryer capacity. Okay, let's move on to the next criteria. What about regulations like zoning or impact fees? How do those play into building new versus rehabbing? In a rehab, you're usually grandfathered on the impact fees. Depending upon the district, small towns that are growing, they are now imposing high impact fees to help pay for their infrastructure for the growth of their town. For an example, the city of Houston is basically $2,000 a washer. You go across the border to another county or another city, and they'll charge $4,000 because they don't have the infrastructure to handle your business. As far as rehab goes, you can save a lot of money just in not having to pay those fees. How about the financial risk involved? How about uh, talking about the finances of a brand new project versus the finances of a rehab? How do those compare? The financial risk is pretty safe if you're smart about 
going into either a rehab or a new building. You just have to make sure that you're willing to understand that it is a long-term project. I don't want to say long-term project. It's a long-term investment. Finally, let's talk about project complexity. Uh, you know, just how deeply involved is a project when you're talking about a new laundry that you're building from scratch against an existing facility that you're rehabbing that may have been a laundry previously? Well, when you have a rehab, you got everything there to where the owner understands this electrical belongs here, this gas line belongs here, these water lines belong here. When he's building a new store or a first-time buyer, he has no idea what he's looking at. He has no idea where it's supposed to go. He can understand a lot more in a rehab than he can in a new build. Whomever he's working with at that point in time has to understand that architects are basically only going by what you tell them you want. And you have to work in close contact with them. And a rehab, you basically can just modify and they'll understand it better. So before we wrap up this episode, Carl, do you have anything else that you'd like to add about building new versus rehabbing? Well, preferably I would build new because when you build new, you own the property for sure. A lot of rehabs are in strip centers or property that people don't want to sell the property. They just want to lease the property. More profitable and more business smart to own the property. And you've got to look at everything. Don't just look at what it's going to cost you. You have to look at what am I actually developing here to help the industry, to help myself, and is good for the area. Yeah, there's a lot of pains, a lot of headaches going into a project. But I can tell you, once those dollar bills start rolling in, you forget about all the issues you had at the beginning. You know, the most important thing for anybody trying to get into a building or rehabbing or building new, you really just got to find somebody that you can trust. Yes. Find somebody you're comfortable with, yeah. no matter who the distributor might be, but you need them to be knowledgeable. Don't just find somebody that wants to sell you equipment. Find someone that wants to be your partner. That's excellent advice. Carl Graham is Vice President of Sales for Distributor Scott Equipment. Carl, thank you for being my guest today on the American Coinot Podcast. Thank you. The American Coinot Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. Music is written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. Our podcasts are available free at our website, AmericanCoinop.com. And you can consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter, to learn about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Coin Op Podcast, this is Bruce Beggs saying your cycle is up. <laughs>